What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. Podcast Network from Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California. This is the Shiznit, and your hosts Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean O'Reilly. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of The Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. Good day, Charlie Bell. Howdy. Howdy, Heidi Ho. Who are you calling the ho? <laughs> well, it takes one to know one. Huh. <laughs> uh, there is no weasel today. Weasel is dissed us, kicked us to the curb for some Hollywood shit. Um, he's out filming something somewhere or other. He, he didn't give me any details, so he was like, fuck y'all. I got some real Hollywood shit to do. <laughs> so, uh, we do have a very, very capable sit in for the weasel today. We have, you know who we have, Charlie Bell? We, Ooh. we have <laughs> none other than my man and, uh, from, Word around the the interwebs is that he's your man too, but it's on the DL. But I, you know, but uh, let's give it up for uh, our man T Wilson. My man T. What up, though? <laughs> What's going on? What up, bro? Ain't nothing to it. What's going to hate Charlie Bill? How you doing, baby? <laughs> you hear how his voice dropped like five octaves? Mm-hmm. Hey, Charlie Bill. How That's you how doing, rumors baby? get started. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I can't not believe that it's taking me this long to get you on the Shiznit show. What's up with that? Why you was big time in me? You be bullshit knitting, man. That's all it is. You be bullshit knitting. <laughs> he been big timing us. That's all. He like, I ain't got time for them niggas, them LA niggas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't got time for that. <laughs> right? Exactly. But hey, man, so right off the top, go ahead and tell people about your show, where they can find you, 
and all that you got going on. You was just telling me before we uh, start recording about your your, uh, your the new shit you got going on. So bring the people up on game. Yo, so I do the What Up Though show. What up, though, bitch? And right now, I, uh, <laughs> the What Up Though show has kind of been put on hold because right now I do a show on Blab. It's called Blab.im. It's a new website. It's a new big thing. It's still in beta. I do a show there called Morning Coffee with Tim Wilson. And uh, it's kind of just a show where we just talk shit in the mornings while I drink two cups of coffee. And when my coffee is gone, the show is over. So the times vary as far as how long it takes. It's a lot of fun, though. We do it Monday through Friday every fucking morning. Well, you know what, man? I, I, I just, you know, I ain't trying to like twist your arm or nothing, but I am on vacation right now. So I am free in the mornings, right, right now. Well, you know, anybody can jump in. That's the cool thing about Blab, man. It's, it's not social media, it's social relationships. So it's like four streams at the same time. And anybody that want to jump in can jump in. Of course, me being the host, I can deny you or kick your ass out if I don't like you. <laughs> uh, and that's the fun part. Yeah. Cause I do. I absolutely do kick motherfuckers out of my show. Wow. So wait, so it's not a, it's, it's a, hmm. I'm, I'm trying to picture this. So it's kind of a, uh, yeah, it's kind of a, like a hangouts. I guess um, similar, similar to hangouts, but it's not like with hangouts you get like uh, you can have unlimited number of people with blab is maximum four at a time. So it's four squares and then unlimited number of people can come in the room and comment, but only four people can be on screen at the time at the same time. So it's kind of it's, it's got a lot of cool little things. I've seen it develop and grow because uh, I used to do a show called Unusual Suspects where I let uh, podcasters compete. Uh, for points, I asked the questions and they, and, you know, I score their answers. And the, the CEO of Blab found me when I did that and he invited me to do the show on, on his site. And we did an episode there. Rick, now he busted everybody's ass on that one. Uh, it was pretty cool. Don't know that uh, name. Rick, uh, now he, uh, he's, he was with the, uh, all black, uh, don't, all, don't know black that. Don't, don't, don't know, don't know nothing about that. Okay. All right. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He had that um that thing from Mr. No, Black. No, 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 right no, no, never heard of him. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, you know, I hail from Detroit. So I don't give a fuck either. So it's all good. That's right. That's right. Well, welcome to the show. I'm glad to finally have you on. You know, you're one of my favorite podcasters. I missed the What Up Doe show. I ain't heard this blab thing yet. But I already know it ain't the What Up Though show. So I'm going to have to try to go in with my mind open because I'm already like, fuck this show. This ain't the What Up Though show. <laughs> <laughs> but but it is Tim Wilson's show and you my boy. So I, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to keep an open mind. But yeah. It is definitely not the What Up Though show. Not at all. Not even close. Totally different. The cool thing is that if, when you pop in, I can kick somebody out and let you come in and sit down if I need to kick somebody out. It's sometimes just an open seat. You can just take it. Okay. Well, you before you know before we end today, you're gonna have to uh, like email me the link and all that kind of stuff so I can chime in tomorrow or you know at some some point and uh, check you out. But uh, no doubt, I encourage everybody to check it out. Blab.im, next big thing, man. It's all the way live. Is there a way that people can watch it like as a podcast, like after it's over, or do you only have to watch? You can only watch it live, and that's it. Uh, yeah, actually, if it's, if it's entertaining enough because it, it is a crapshoot every morning, I never know who's getting in or if anybody's going to get in. If it ain't, if it's, if it's a good one, if it's whack, I don't even bother, but if it's good, I can upload, I upload it to YouTube. 
Okay, YouTube. Okay, that's cool. I'm gonna to check some of those out. Yeah, well, at least um, <clears throat> he the the blab dude. He he picked a good dude because for a venture like that, it sounds like you know it it needs somebody grassroots who, who can uh <laughs> who can improv, you know, and kind of uh kind of go with the flow because it's so you know you never know what you're gonna get kind of thing. So, you know, you're good at that. As a matter of fact, why don't you tell the people here, uh, the Shiznit Show fans, a little bit about yourself, your background or whatever. I know, you know, that you used to be a, a, a whack-ass R&B singer, but they don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I know this is like your 18th career, but they don't know that. So why don't you tell them? I know you was a fry cook at McDonald's for like, you know. <laughs> Right, right. I was a Waffle House chef. She had, in the dog. had a, a fryer in one hand and a microphone in the other. You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my background is pretty much everything with a microphone. That, that entertainment wise, I've done it, man. I was I was in broadcasting. I did radio. Uh, I used mm-hmm. to club DJ. I used to rap. I used to sing. I was with a band, a band now known as Kim K E M. Uh, his original band was the band I used to be in. Um, also I did stand up comedy for a little while, mm-hmm. uh, acting pretty much everything, man. Everything that has to do with a microphone. I can beatbox. Wow. Check this. Yeah. Check him out. A, a jack of all trades and of all mic trades, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Mr. Entertainment. So you, instead of Cedric the Entertainer, it should be Tim the Entertainer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you saw, you got way more skills than Cedric. <laughs> just wasn't as funny. That's uh, <laughs> uh I, I beg to differ. I think you can give uh, Cedric a run for his money, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking he's not a big Cedric fan. I'm not, very, I'm not, he's not bad. I don't, I don't, you know, I just don't think he's hilarious. You know, uh, I think he's a better actor than he is a, a comedian. That's what I think. I mean, you know. But, uh, no, I don't think he's, I don't think he's unfunny. I just don't think he's, you know, the funniest cat in the world. But, uh, I definitely think that you could hang with him for sure. You know? Yeah. I think he, I, I tend to agree. He is a, he is a better actor than a comedian to me, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Comedic actor. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. So, you know how the show goes. We just, you know, um, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, get on with this and, and see what's been up with, uh, Charlie Beasy since, uh, Last time we checked in with her last week. What's what's been up, girl? <laughs> Ooh, a lot. A lot's going on in the yeah. world and No, no, no. What's going on with you? My Fuck day. the world. What's going on with you? <laughs> this time is not the time to talk about what's going on in the world. That's what the other part of the show is for. Right now we wanna know what's going on with Charlie Bell. Well, I'm just saying I was inspired by my president getting real black with him this week. Mm-hmm. That was good. Mm-hmm. But um, I also, speaking of getting real black, I went on a date with a white guy last night. A date? Okay. Mm-hmm. What about, well, I feel like we've gone full circle all the way back to like the the early days when you seemed like you was dating white dudes exclusively. No, not exclusively. No, I, no, I just always like to kind of give you a hard time about that. It, <laughs> just, that's not true. Right. But but yeah, I like to say that because it's funnier. It's funnier. <laughs> but I'm, I feel it. I have to say, I feel a kind of way about this white guy. Like, After one date, was it a pre-date or a date date? Because you know, we always have to ask with you. You don't ever specify a. F- no, this was a legit date, and the, a legit and date. the okay. reason why why it may seem like I've been dating white guys is it's the same guy I've dated him a few times now. Oh, wait, this is not Big Bird. 
The one who thought Matt Barnes was black. No, no, I mean, no, white. No, 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 hell, come on, dude. Okay. That dude is remarried of all things. Really? Already? Yeah. Wow. Crazy, right? Yeah, that was just a couple years ago. Yeah. But, so, um, is this the, 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 the guy I know? No, no, no. This is a whole new guy. You okay. haven't met him. It's, I haven't met him, but you've been on several dates with him? Yes. You know what? While we're speaking about your dating life, I have to say. Yes. I am so glad that you did not go out with the security guard from our building where we work at, for the CIA. Oh, why? I don't like that dude. Fuck that dude. Oh, what happened now? Fuck him. I don't like him. He's a dick. I mean, he's a little kid. He's a dick. Fuck that dude. How? What happened? He's an <laughs> asshole. Why? He's a dick. Why? Give me give me a reason. Okay, I will tell you. Okay. He's a dick, I guess, by birth or maybe genetics, maybe a part <laughs> of, maybe it's, it's, it's nature versus okay. nurture. I didn't say what caused the dick. Okay, okay. I said, what what is the evidence? How did the dick behavior manifest? I decided that he's a dick because like, he's the only fucking security guard who stands at the post up front you know mm-hmm. how they have the the post by the front door of the cia yes mm-hmm. by the front door okay tim we have these doors that are um we have to swipe our our key card in mm-hmm. order to get in our biometric eye <laughs> <laughs> <I> pupil <laughs> me- iris measurements <laughs> right and so the thing is like when you get in in the morning uh like at a at a at a popular time like I do, I arrive at 7 a.m. and that's the common start time for everybody, right? So therefore, people are, are usually coming into the building, uh, in groups. The same thing when you go to lunch too. There's usually, you know, people coming and going in, in fives and sometimes six, seven, eight, nine, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's not, you know, it's not often one person. And the thing is, when people are coming in, in groups like that, the last person is trying to get in before the door closes, right? So they don't have mm-hmm. to sweep, sweep their thing all over again. Mm-hmm. Every other guard, there's a, there's a inside, just inside the door. Once you, once it opens, once the automatic door opens, mm-hmm. just inside the, 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 the threshold and the door jam, there's a little button that you can hit that will reopen the door so that that last person can get in without having to swipe their thing or whatever, right? Every other guard who stands there, when they see the door start to close on somebody, they will hit that. It just is a little tap. They will hit that and it opens the door for people. And then they don't, you know, the door doesn't close on them and hit them or close them in their face. And then they have to get their card out and all that stuff and swiping. He's the only one that doesn't do that. Not only does he not do that, he doesn't speak. Motherfucker has been there four, five months. Have not, I don't think he can speak. I think he's motherfucking death mute. I think he's the Helen Keller of security guards. He talks to me. Whatever. I ain't heard him. I, I have not heard, heard him yeah, utter a man. word. I don't, look, I don't. I don't think he speaks. He, he doesn't speak to anybody. Like he takes he his job seriously. He doesn't even. His do, job is security. Fuck He's that keeping dude. the building secure. Fuck him. How does he know you're not a Syrian terrorist? Uh, because he sees me every fucking day, and I have my badge on. So that's why. <laughs> I mean, that's just. Who, who? I mean, that's just. And he he doesn't he doesn't even give the head nod, Tim. You know how. You know that's a big faux pas. He don't, he don't even give. He don't even have the common decency to give a head nod. Tim, do you want to hear more about how what big the, of a dick this security what, guard what is? What the fuck is this? Or do you want to hear about my date? Any more about this guy's dick? I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not his dick. It is that he is a dick. You know, so fuck that dude. And all I gotta say is, it's a good thing that you didn't end up going out with him because I'd have to break that shit up. There was never a ch- chance of me. Going I'm saying out. I would have had to put the end to it because I would not be having you dating that dude. I hate that dude. Fuck that dude. Thanks, Daddy Dino. You're welcome. 
Okay, yeah. go ahead and well, tell us about the day. You know what to say. When you, if you, he don't give you a head nod, you just look at him right in the eye and you say, What up, though, bitch? <laughs> 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 yeah. Bitch. Yeah, I'm going to tell him. Break yourself, fool. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are stupid. <laughs> okay, Charlie Bell, go ahead and finish telling us about this, this date, this white boy date. Okay. It so, better be good, too. What? Is there sex involved? There's never sex involved in your dates. I mean, I, I'm sure there's sex involved in probably all of your dates, but we don't hear about the ha, sex. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> that for me. She's saving and, that all for me. I ain't and mad you at won't that. hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> Tim said you saving all your love for him, like mm-hmm. Whitney Houston. Right. No, and I ain't never been to Detroit. <laughs> I, don't, I can't even find Detroit on a map. He's not in Detroit. He's from Detroit. Oh, okay. He's in Texas. I've never been there neither. Okay, well, it's, it's so a lot closer than Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so he's a white guy, right? But I could tell he was like the white guy. He was like on the sports teams or whatever, mm-hmm. the jock. So you're saying he got some flavor? He got some 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 steelo, some swag? I mean, let him tell it. I mean, he <laughs> clearly was the guy. He was the white guy who was the cool white guy that hung out with the black dudes the athletes and the you know what i mean and like listen to, to hip-hop and rap and you know and i feel mm-hmm. like like it's hot i don't know if he really likes me or if i just invalidating his black card again <laughs> so you think <laughs> he might be using you i feel a little i feel a kind of way about it yeah. i do what'd you say tim he, oh that's what that's what he was saying I like big butts. <laughs> <laughs> but but charlie bill's not a doesn't have a big butt she's got a medium butt for a white boy, though. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't so, know nowadays. Yeah. Not but a nowadays. white boy that's been used to hanging out with brothers and athletes, I mean, yeah. I'm sure he's had... Bigger. Yeah. It's yeah. your big butts. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's like, it's kind of this thing. There was an article about... Um, have you? Did you see it? It was on going around the internet. It was like, maybe the reason you can't find a, somebody to be with is because you're whack. Did you see that article? I did not. Oh, it's actually has some interesting points mm-hmm. some valid some not but mm-hmm. one of the valid points was basically that you know some people who can't find a relationship it's because they just really are too picky and just but not oh yeah not picky in the sense of having standards picky in the sense of being unrealistic and judgmental of other people yeah like chili chili from TLC. right TLC. yeah that was goofy worst show ever Worst chili show ever. Trying, chili trying to find a date was the worst show. That was terrible. That was proof that not all celebrities need a fucking reality show. Because I liked her before that show. Now I don't. Or a date. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Well said. They just don't. They don't. Keisha Cole's another one. I liked her before she had a reality show. Now I'm like, mm. I don't know. Anti-PR. Huh? Yeah. It's like, mm, what they say, all good PR. I mean, all publicities. Good plus, yeah. or something, no such thing as bad plus. I don't mm. know about that one, right? Yeah. So, but the, but back, but the back to my date. Okay, back to your date. So the question is, like, what do you think about this? Is this an issue? Is this? I mean, you didn't. I don't know. You, you just. I mean, you, you you talking about me? Okay, this is me and calling dude a dick all over again. It's like you said that you think he might be trying to validate his black card, but you have given no reason, submitted no proof for that, like. Why, why, why do you, how did you come to that conclusion? Like, I haven't heard anything to, to justify it. Well, he just, he just seemed to be so focused on like. Blackness? Yeah. And, and like talking about it and, and like how down he was and proving. I just felt like 70% of the conversation was talking about like 
like well you know some it, it just was too much it was just too much it was too big of a focus and also it wasn't all stuff that I don't know. There just there was a lot of like weird moments where. Well, I think some people, some people, some white people, especially in, in this day and age, to prove that they're a good white person, you know what I mean? I think right. they kind of go overboard. overboard with the whole. Yeah. There's um, there's like uh, <clears throat> it's kind of like that show you don't watch. Um, which is which is <laughs> there's all all of them. You don't watch all right, of them exactly. There's, there's a show called uh the one with uh Tim Allen. Um. Last Man Standing. Um, mm-hmm. Erica Alexander is a reoccurring guest character on mm-hmm. there. She's the neighbor. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> Tim Allen's wife, uh, played by Nancy Travis, she is like, she's not, she's, she's, she's a good white person, but she doesn't spend a lot of time around black people and she knows it. And this girl's her friend and she's mm-hmm. still to the point that she's uncomfortable around her to the point she's so, so worried about saying the wrong thing that she actually says the wrong thing all the time because <laughs> she's trying not so hard not to say the wrong thing that she just says the wrong thing constantly, right. you know? Right. And, and it's like, she's kind of, Oh, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean like that. Or I didn't, you know, right, right, right. it's just, it's kind of like, the, yeah, I think it's uh, the same type thing, but just manifesting itself in a different way. This dude's a little bit cooler and more smoother. He's the opposite because he, actually has been immersed in the black culture so he knows how to navigate you know what i mean or no that's what you that's how you made it sound at first i mean it's 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 uh, how do i explain it's like <laughs> <laughs> let us in on it because we missing something because the way you said it at first was like he's just this this cool he had swag and you know no i said let him tell it I'm saying, okay. like, it's more about that's. It seems like he's more focused on making me feel that way or think that that's the case, mm. rather than let me find out for myself. You know what I mean? If that's, okay. I, you know what I'm saying? It's like if right. if you if you got it, you then, then it shows, right? right. Like Maybe show don't just, show don't tell right. show don't tell. That's what it is. Like mm-hmm. I don't need you to tell me like about all your black adventures and all the rap lyrics that you know and if. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and your take on, you know, on African American hair care. And I, I, you know, and I don't know. I just, can we just, I don't know. It just, it kind of was a little awkward. It made it awkward and okay. not yeah. like. I think he, it sounds like he's trying to justify, uh, to you why you're with him. Like, like it's okay for you to be with me because, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've got, I'm, I'm, I got black friends. I, mm-hmm. I know some. I know some rap shit. I, I'm down with Fifty Cent. Right. Yeah. Chisel, Chisel, Nizzle. I agree with Tim. It, that's what it sounds like to me too. Like maybe he's just trying to make you feel more comfortable with being with a white dude. But he's like, trying. I'm white, too, but I'm not really white. But he's like, trying too hard to the point where it's making me less comfortable. I okay. Guess I, I mean, yeah. I, I get that. Yeah. But so I guess I was wrong because because I thought the way you came at this from the beginning. Like he was like, I, I thought you were almost saying like he's the one, like he's like the like you were really digging him, but now it doesn't sound like you were really digging him. I mean, I'm not. I'm I'm still getting to know him. I'm still. I don't have. He seems. I mean, he's a nice person. We had a nice time. So wait. So you said that this is this, like the same. You've been redating this dude. So what happened the other previous times when you guys went on dates? How come? There was dates and then there was gaps and then there's dates and what's, what's going on with that? What's that about? Um, no, it's all been like, th- we've gone out. This is like our third or fourth date in the last week, couple weeks. 
So okay. It's then, been, oh, well, then this is not this. Okay. I'm confused. I don't know what's going on with you today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't. Why are you confused? Because you uh, you said something about this is the same white guy. That I went out with on a couple of previous dates. Yes. This is our third or fourth date last okay, night. But you made it sound like it was some white dude that you had mentioned before. You know. Yeah. I mentioned and, him last time. You mentioned him last time? Mm-hmm. She just didn't mention he was white. Exactly. Thank you, Tim. Because I was just about to say, you didn't tell us. You said you went on a date, but you didn't mention that he was white. So the I'm... The last white reference I had was a while ago. And then you saying it's the same one. I'm thinking it's the same one from a while ago, oh, not the no. same one from last week. No, the same one from so, last week. So, yeah, you not on your game today. No. <laughs> why, why would you go back two years ago? Because that's the last time you mentioned a white dude. Well, I mentioned the date last week. But you, you didn't mention that he was white. So am I supposed to assume that every time you mention you got a date, that's a white dude? No, I think you're supposed to mention if I mention... A date from one week to the next, it's more likely to be the recent person. Well, I don't know. You got so much going on because, you know, there's (laughs) there's stuff that you be telling about off air that I can't mention right now that got me confused, too. So, you know, we don't go there. We can't go there (laughs) because you haven't talked about it on air. So Mm -hmm. Uh, moving right along about that. Shit, I'm curious now. No, I'm curious. Oh, you know. <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, whatever. I ain't gonna bust you out, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Well, with that, um, let me see. Was what was 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 there anything else? See, I bitched about the 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 dude that I that dude that and 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 he's not even good looking enough for you, Charlie Bell. I don't know what you're talking about. You said he was handsome. That dude ain't handsome. Who? The, the, the buster ass dude at the at the at work, the, the security guard. I, he's a little kid, dude. Well, I never. You said he was handsome. I mean, I mean, yeah, he's a. He's no, he's a, not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's just trying to make the story better. <laughs> it sounds better if a, a young handsome dude is trying to pick up on her than some asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna turn this video off because Tim is cracking me up. <laughs> ugly and a dick. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about that guy. I know, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, Charlie, but I didn't mean to uh, mess up, make it seem like your action is like substandard or nothing. No, mm-hmm. I'm, it's still impressive. I mean, he he he's not ugly. It's just that he he, he just. just He's not ugly. He's just not good looking enough for, he's average and Charlie Bell he could do better. He's, he's not good enough. He's not good looking enough for Charlie Bell. Oh, thank you. That's what I was trying to say. Thank not, you. But I just, cause he's a dick, it was easier for me to say he's ugly. Right. <laughs> I get it. You're like the mean kid at school. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and get into these topics. News and noteworthy. All right. So um, we talked about last week how um, the ISIS ISIS has attacked France and um, France went ahead and launched a counter strike and struck back at ISIS. (laughs) 
sorry. This is not funny. Are you playing the Imperial March right now? Well, <laughs> Franco strikes back. Oh, my God. And um, they sent 10 jets, 10 fighter jets over and dropped 20 bombs over there in, um, what is it called, Raqqa? Uh, Raqqa, Syria? Mm-hmm. Raqqa, Raqqa, mm-hmm. Raqqa, 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 Raqqa Khan. Raqqa, Stop it. Raqqa, Raqqa, Raqqa Khan. Let me rock you. Let me rock you, Raqqa Khan. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> so, yeah, over in Raqqa, Syria, which is the de facto headquarters for ISIS, um, they got a hold of some intelligence that let them know where some strategic targets were, some a training place, a recruiting place, and um, some other uh, <clears throat> headquarters for for ISIS and uh they bombed the fuck out of them. And uh next thing I know, ISIS was talking about um <laughs> <laughs> ISIS was like, You dropped a bomb on me. You know? You you dropped a Ooh, France, baby, you dropped a bomb on me. <laughs> You're stupid, Dino. <laughs> Dino. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then uh actually Russia got in on the act too. Uh Russia sent uh troops over there and they stormed some targets and everything. So they they pissed off too many of the wrong people at the same time. Well, for the first time in history, they had a unanimous resolution in the UN. Mm-hmm. Unanimous. Every single nation that belongs to the UN. Right. Uh passed a resolution in opposition to ISIS. Yeah. So that's if there's anything good that came out of this, I mean maybe maybe it's that. Yeah. We didn't well, we didn't uh, send any troops or planes over, but we did coordinate with France and uh, help them out and uh share some intelligence. No, what are you talking so. about? We've been bombing them. We've sent 30,000 bombing raids. 30,000. That's what's so fucking crazy about the fucking Republican you know, debate is like they're acting like Obama has just been ignoring this. We've sent 30,000 fucking bombing raids over wow. the last two years. We've been bombing the fuck out of them. No, but I mean, since the, did we send anything since the France? We've been, we stayed, we've been sending bombing raids and fucking drone strikes and playing and, you know, we've been bombing the fuck out of them. Yes. And, th- and that's what's so crazy is that. The friggin' Fox News World and the whole Republican, they literally are just, they operate in a completely fact-free zone as though this mil- these military strikes haven't been happening. I mean, ISIS is, yes, they're a military actor. They're, an, you know, an, an, a non-state terrorist group. Right. But they're also an ideology. You can't bomb an ideology. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are forgetting the fact that... No, you can't, but you can bomb the fuck out of some people, though. <laughs> yeah, but you, you know, yeah. but yeah, it's hard. It's yeah, hard. It's, it's not. It's not a nation, so that right. makes it harder. And then, yeah, they, they're these this loose faction of uh, individuals, right? And scattered all over the place. Right. It's, yeah, the people who attacked French were French and Belgian. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know what I mean. They're yeah. not fucking. Yeah. Y'all gotta excuse me for not being a part of this conversation, but I, right now, you know I'm old school. I'm over here still jamming with the music. I know. <laughs> I know. T. Wills is like Uncle Charlie. 
having this motherfucker. What? <laughs> I know. If you can't get with Auntie Charlie, you get with Uncle Charlie, huh? He's <laughs> 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 like, I take whatever Charlie I can get. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, and, uh, some other violent news. Uh, another violent story. <laughs> yeah, another violent story. Hmm. Uh, a six-time felon was killed in the shootout by a 13-year-old during a home invasion. So these two guys uh, who are career felons tried to uh, break into this house while this kid who homeschools was home by himself with his mother's gun. So I guess he wasn't home by himself. He was home alone with his mama's gun. <laughs> Take that, Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> and uh, he he saw the guys trying to break into the house, and the kid grabs the gun and starts busting. Starts wow. busting, and then they start shooting back. He ends up hitting one of the guys three times. The other guy that's with him has to stop, you know, uh, shooting and take the dude to the hospital. Ta- drops the dude off at the hospital, and he goes on the lam. The guy got hit three times and ends up dying. This little kid, you know what I'm saying? A little 13 year old in like, uh, South, one of the Carolinas. We're in the North South. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Shit don't matter. It's just, I don't even understand the fucking diff- Why, why even bother the North South? I mean, the Carolina Panthers don't bother with that distinction. They're they like, sure fucking, we Carolina right. Panthers. Right. That's what it is. Which Carolina? Be. Don't matter. Right. Just whoever want to come <laughs> to the stadium. Right. <laughs> we going to sell you all the tickets. We going to sell you a ticket. It don't really matter. Right. You know, we represent both Carolinas. So. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they, it's all the same. They, you know, ain't no difference. Rednecks and kissing cousins. It's, it's all the same. Mm. But, <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, then, uh, actually the, the guy who got away, he actually, uh, comes and turns himself in later. At the police station, but uh, that's the trip. It's, it's it's interesting that a story like this d- doesn't hit the mainstream news. Now, if this kid had accidentally shot his little brother and killed his little brother, it'd been on every channel, every channel. But because he successfully defended his himself and his home, uh, then it's like you know you're not hearing nothing about it. Not hearing nothing about it. It didn't in any uh any uh civilian or innocent casualties so it you know it doesn't uh doesn't fit the uh doesn't fit the, the agenda of the media it likes controversy it likes controversy man that's what that's what spurs more conversation is the controversy yeah and also the agenda you know what i mean it's like it, it doesn't fit the agenda so uh they want us all scared to death and terrified of guns and thinking that anybody owns a gun you are eventually going to kill someone in your house that's what they want you to think well no i mean i don't think it's that they want you to eventually think you're going to kill somebody yeah, they do. but statistically <laughs> you're more likely to kill someone in your own home than the, a gun is more likely to be used to kill someone in your own home than an intruder and that's statistically accurate that's a fact i mean there's more kids that get there were 75 toddlers killed this year from in-home gun death so the fact that there's one kid that you know right but how many i mean but how many toddlers are in homes with guns that 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 live safely every day well that's not the point yeah of course it's not the point because (laughs) because it doesn't it doesn't further the cause no further your point no the point is that it's a danger. It is a danger. I mean, are there ways to mitigate the danger? Yes, of course. But 
to to not acknowledge the reality of the statistics and the facts and the deaths and the ki- the children whose lives are lost to in home guns like that doesn't to ignore it doesn't no, I'm not, mitigate I'm, I'm, the danger. I'm not talking about ignoring it, but I'm I'm, I'm talking about reporting things one sided one 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 sided. Uh, this is not the only uh, example of someone who defends their home successfully using a gun where uh, an innocent person wasn't killed. No, it's not the only example. But again, so we're talking about statistics. When you when you look at gun deaths, you're talking about a public health crisis. And the public health crisis, yeah, are there people who successfully defend their home? Yes. But again, statistics. Statistically, that's a much smaller percentage than the number you, of people. You have no who, way of knowing because nobody keeps those statistics. No, actually, that's not true. There are statistics that are kept. Yeah, okay. For sure there are. But part of the reason that's true is because <laughs> criminals, if criminals know you got a gun and you're going to bust their ass, they're going to go next door. That is true. That they're is true. Stay, they're, staying, they're staying free of the homes that uh, there's a danger to them. So they are, they're moving on. And that's part of the reason you don't have to bust as many of them motherfuckers. It's when they are caught by surprise, like busting in on a 13-year-old kid. Right. Uh, At 1.30 in the afternoon. Because they thought that was a safe zone. They're looking for a safe. They're looking for a safe in and out. They're not looking for a challenge when they do this. That is true. Very true. All right. So speaking of guns, Texas woman charged with unlawful carry after hiding loaded gun in her swaggy pee. And that must <laughs> have been fun. a very, very swaggy pee. <laughs> so this is you what mean a dragging pee. <laughs> so this is what happened. Homegirl gets pulled over on a, a routine traffic stop. Uh, ends up getting busted for, uh, dealing. She has some meth and a scale <laughs> on her possession. Meth and a scale. So, of course, they, uh, they, uh, drag her in for, uh, <clears throat> for possession with intent. And while she's on her way into the station, she tells them, Oh, by the way, you missed the, uh, the 22 I got up my swaggy pee. Damn. And so they pull over. Up. And they they did have a female cop there, and uh, she, oh hell no, she reached up in there and uh... <laughs> hell fucking no, Tim is cracking me up. Holy shit! And uh, yeah, and uh, they they pulled out a loaded, not just loaded, loaded and chambered. That bitch was ready. She was not fucking around. She was gonna snatch that shit out of there and bust on somebody if she had to. <laughs> Terrible. Because it was loaded and chambered. You like not even supposed to be carrying a gun around and it, it's not, I mean, it's, it's not, I wouldn't say you're not supposed to. It's, <laughs> but I would say that. No, I was gonna, I was gonna say a gun chambered in the holster is like really, that's really considered you know, pretty risky or whatever yeah. behavior, but, but in your love holster, right? <laughs> your love holster, it's a little more dangerous. How deep is your love, baby? <laughs> deep, deeper than Atlantis. Atlantis. <laughs> I wonder if she can squeeze one off with her kegels. Just <laughs> Just think, all these years I was just worried about VD. This motherfucker will bust a cap in your ass. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta 
worry about 22s. You getting burned, <laughs> motherfucker. You getting blew up. Right? <laughs> terrible. Oh, man. It's terrible. <laughs> terrible. Yeah, man. Oh, man. In other news. <laughs> I wonder what the NRA got to say about that. <laughs> the Shiznit show uh, remote crew, the Shiznit show paparazzi caught up with uh, Layla Ali and asked her. <laughs> Her thoughts on the whole Ronda Rousey, um, Holly Holmes situation. And my baby Layla had to say this. <laughs> Good morning, Miss Ali. How are you? You're killing me. Hey. Uh, get by today. Yeah. Hey, Holly Holmes, she shocked the world last night. She didn't shock me. Oh. So you weren't surprised? Of course not. I know I'm familiar with Holly Holmes. She's a talented boxer. She's a world champion. She's got MMA background. And uh, obviously it was no chump, so I'm excited for her, and hopefully, you know, she'll get the exposure she needs to take her career to the next level. So Holly Holmes is the better fighter in your eyes. What do you mean? She was the better fighter in the. I match. don't think I need to say that. I mean, it's obvious who the better fighter was. <laughs> what does Ronda Rousey need to work on? Oh, where do I begin? <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's not even about her at this point. You know what I mean? It's just that. I think she can watch the tape and see what she needs to work on. Like, it, looks like a, it looked like a boxing match until the kid. No, it, it wasn't didn't. a boxing match. Definitely no. not. No. Holly <laughs> Holm did not fight last night like she used to fight in the ring. You can't go into an MA fight and fight the same way that you would in a boxing match. Any smart fighter, any type of fighter, regardless of what it is, you got to know what you're getting there to face, and you got to prepare yourself for it mentally and physically. So do you think that Ronda wasn't prepared mentally? I don't even want to talk about her right, because right. there's so many things that I could say. But I think at this point, you know what I mean? I think uh, we need to understand that in order to be the best in the world, you definitely don't ever get beat up like that in your prime, period. No, it, it, was, it was. It was pretty bad. Right. Your last question. What about her, her sportsmanship has come into question? Even Lady Gaga weighed in and said, you know, you got what you deserve for not touching gloves. Do you think... No, I think that that's a fighter's choice whether they want to touch gloves or not. So sometimes I didn't do that either. You know, people who are fighters can sit on the sideline and say whatever it is they want to say, but when you're getting in the ring, you do what you need to do to feel comfortable as a fighter. None of that matters. If she would have won, nobody would have said anything. Right. But, you know, so... Are we going to see a rematch of this fight that we saw? I don't think she should have a rematch with Holly Holm because I think it would go the same way the second time, probably worse. Thank you, Layla. The Shiznit. Didn't they already schedule the rematch? Um, I think they did. I think they did. But uh, yeah, there there's no love lost between uh, Layla and Ronda. So if you couldn't read between the lines and tell that she does not like Ronda Rousey, she she's always but she kept it classy. She did. She did. She very she very much did. She very much so did. Yeah. But yes, but still, there's no love lost. <laughs> so why does she not like her? Does it just because she thinks she's not humble enough? I don't think it's that not coming from her and who her who she and her daddy are. I don't mm-hmm. think that would be her issue. Because <laughs> <laughs> and neither one of them ever had a slice of humble pie. Motherfuckers, <laughs> 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 I'm so pretty and I'm so fly, you know. No, um, I don't know if it's a little bit of jealousy because of all the. I, I don't think she appreciated people uh, calling her the the best female fighter of all time and in the world and all mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think she feels like, you know, when she was doing her thing, she could have taken her out and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it might have been some of that. I mean, because, you don't, you know, people like 
like like her. You know, mm-hmm. a big ego is part of the territory. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's that's part of what gets you to to be on top. Mm-hmm. Of, you know, along with the talent and the hard work and all that stuff, that ego plays a big part of it. That belief mm-hmm. that you are the best, and that doesn't go away when you retire. I'm sure. You know what I mean? And th- people calling somebody else the best that ever did it and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes it can rub some, you know, people the wrong way, especially people like, like Layla. You know? Well, especially when it really wasn't necessarily, um, earned in the sense that, you know, that she hadn't had the longevity in her career to really give her all those props. Yeah, I mean, it was a little, a lot of it, I feel like it was premature. Right. Just like her whole biopic is yeah. premature. <laughs> yeah. They're going to have to rewrite the ending now. <laughs> <laughs> or at least the middle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad she said what she said, though, about the uh, not touching gloves, because that's one of those things, like she said, she, she said it perfectly. Had she won, that wouldn't even been an issue. Because she's not the first fighter to not touch gloves. That's, right. that's happened a lot of times. I think she's probably the first fighter who was such a favorite to not <laughs> touch gloves and get her ass whooped like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, and, you know, and while we're on it though, I, I don't appreciate all the people who, you know, that was like, oh, they was all, she could do no wrong before the fight. Now all of a sudden everybody's like dissing her. I mean, we're reporting it on the show and we're making fun of it just because that's what we do. Right. And we would do that no matter who it was. Right. But we also weren't we're, standing for her. Right. And we're and we're not the <laughs> Well, <same>. you were. <laughs> well, yeah. And I'm still I still am. And I mean, I'm not having changed my stance one way or the other. She's she's a great fighter, you know. Hopefully she'll bounce back from this and and continue on and have a great career, you know, and she'll learn from it or whatever. But I mean, the fact that she could, she could do no wrong. And then all of a sudden she's a, like a laughing stock. That's like, that's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, um, that, that it's MMA and right. people just don't go, you know, I keep saying it, but it's true. Just people, it's not like boxing. People don't go undefeated in right. that. Like, you know, right. There's so, too many variables. but, but I, I, I do agree that, um, you know, it, it looks like she might have been overrated because, you know, uh, Holly Holmes did. They she put it on her. She put it on her bad, real bad. Yeah, like she's on medical. <laughs> uh, what do they call it? Medical suspension, or basically, she's Tim Dog. Did you see that fight, man? I did not see the fight, but did see the knockout. Okay, yeah, and uh, she got knocked the fuck out, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's how the bio is going to end. It's going to be uh, Chris Tucker. You got knocked the fuck out! <laughs> oh, right. man. Now it's called Friday. <clears throat> so, in, uh, in other Swaggy P news... <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. There's, like, a, there's a theme going on. No, well, there's a lot of... Uh, there's a couple of reports that came out, you know, there's that are circulating around. Uh, one of them talks about how BJ's are good for the health of the giver and the receiver. And then it also talks, there's another report that talks about how, uh, giving women oral sex is good for, uh, the giver and the receiver. And I'm talking, you know, it has all kinds, it's citing all kind of, uh, medical, um, benefits and, 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 you know, the, a lot of, uh, different chemicals and things that it releases in your body and, helps with stress and helps with insomnia and just all kind of benefits. Mm-hmm. Like 
And in and other it, news, it, it made me want to go and, and eat some swaggy pee. In other news, water <laughs> is wet. Yes, we we <laughs> know that. <laughs> no, 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 no. We we I knew. Got a good idea. Who wrote that story? <laughs> we, we knew that that it felt good and all that. And wait, wait, say that again, Tim. I said I got a good idea. Who wrote that? The nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Got <laughs> Yeah, um, but I don't. I don't think we knew about the 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 uh, clinical, uh, actual medical benefits. Too. I mean, I think it's I been know. pretty. Like, I think that um, healthy set the the health benefits of a healthy, active, satisfying sex life have been documented for a long time. As right. have that's, the, that's, and, that's, and the endorphin release, that's been documented for a long yeah, time. Yeah, but that, that's sex in general. This is specifically talking about oral sex. Yeah. And like and even even with like the semen is good for the woman for some reason. And I, hey, don't hey, I was not getting bogged down in details. I was just like well, bitches need to swallow. Okay. <laughs> I'm on board. I'm in. Right? <laughs> Scientific fact. Bitches need to swallow. Is that what you told your <laughs> wife? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I take that article to the club. Look, baby. <laughs> right? <laughs> you, you need to do this because this is good for you. I'm trying, I'm trying to, help to help you out. <laughs> I'm trying to help you out. This ain't even about me. Right. Exactly. Let me take you home. I'm on so, a health camp. You see at, this pink ribbon right here? I'm, I'm going to help you out by allowing you to give me fellatio. And uh, you can, you know. That's right. You can so thank here, me in the morning. Good for your health. Let me shut this in the mouth. Is, it, is this covered by Obamacare? <laughs> this wretchedness is not covered by Obamacare. <laughs> It should be. <laughs> if Bamba don't care, Dino do. <laughs> Dino care. Dino care, baby. <laughs> oh my God. What's the deductible? Oh, got you covered. Don't worry. I got you covered. That's right. <laughs> That's part of the problem. <laughs> For real. So yeah, so all you people out there who are uh kind of and they're 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 out there, Charlie Bell. Don't I know you like who who I know you miss progressive and all, but no, there's some sexual dinosaurs out there. I know some personally oh, that, yeah. that are not on board with the, the the oral sex, and some of them are on board with receiving it but not giving it, and some are not on board with it either way. Usually, the ones who are not on board with it either way are the women because the guys the guys. <clears throat> if if they're not down for giving and receiving, they're they're at least down for receiving. But <laughs> yeah, the women true. the women uh, sometimes roll like that too. But you also find some that just think it's it's all nasty, right? <laughs> and just like the real dinosaurs, they need to just die out. <laughs> yeah, they're almost extinct. There, they, That's need to, what... they need to remove themselves from the gene pool. Wait, wait, wait a second, Charlie. But I'm just now like looking at you today. You sure? Like, I'm just really looking at you mm-hmm. for the first time. What's, she what's, got that glow. Yeah, I think she might have broke off the white dude. No, she's, I did not. She's, she's, she's get a little white chocolate going yeah, on. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think she had some oral sex in her life recently. <laughs> she's looking rather, rather glowy right now. You wish. I don't. Why would I wish? I, 
That uh, oral sex doesn't give benefits by osmosis. <laughs> so that shit ain't gonna do me no fucking good. No, you just want me to have something uh, salacious to discuss. Oh yeah. Salacious or fallacious? I think she said both. <laughs> fallacious to discuss. Fallacious. She said something salaciously fallacious. Right. <laughs> it's a fallacy to believe that there was fallacio. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all jokes aside, you do look kind of you look kind of nice today. So, Why, so, thank you. Yeah, not that you don't normally, but a little, you know, that little extra thing. Thank you. Yeah. You know, you know me. It's because the sunshine is back. Ah, is that what it is? That would be me. Yeah. You too. I'm the, I'm the sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she calls me when you're not around. Oh, <laughs> but on bump. <laughs> Sunshine. And I can't go a day without my sunshine. Remember that song? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So in other news. Other news. Charlie Sheen. Uh, not to be confused with Charlie Bell. Not at <laughs> or all. Charlie Char- Wilson. <laughs> or Charlie Wilson. Right. Or Charlie Wilson. A lot of Charlies today. <laughs> but uh, Or Charlie Hebdo. <laughs> Charlie Sheen has got the AIDS. No. He's got Hive, HIV, technically. HIV. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, basically, for all intents and purposes, I mean, for for the sake of the show. You have AIDS. Yes, you have AIDS. I hate to tell you, boy, that you have AIDS. <laughs> Terrible. You may have caught it when you stuck that filthy needle in here. Oh, no. Or maybe all that unprotected sex put you here. It isn't clear, but what we're certain of is you have AIDS. Yes, you have AIDS. Not HIV, but full-blown AIDS. Be sure that you see that this is not HIV. But full-blown AIDS. Not HIV, but really full-blown AIDS. I'm sorry, I wish it was something less serious. But it's AIDS. You've got the AIDS. All right, Charlie Sheen, you hit the jackpot. There is nothing <laughs> that's tragic and sad that Seth MacFarlane can't just make t- purely tasteless and trash. It's fucking worst. It's terrible. That was, that was the worst. Have you seen all the yes. memes? No. There's these memes going around of NWA, right? Mm-hmm. With, yes, I did see that. With, with Charlie Sheen. Easy E and Magic Johnson called Niggas with A's. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> and one is even a video, and they took the video and they put Easy E. Well, Easy E's actually in the video, but they took Charlie Sheen's face and Magic Johnson's face and put them on some other dudes. Oh, terrible. <laughs> terrible. And they're like in the video see walking and stuff. <laughs> to Easy E's real motherfucking G's. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sorry. I, it's, you know I, didn't what? See the I didn't know AIDS was this hilarious. You know, it, it's, right. it's, it's really not. But first of all, it's not a death sentence anymore, so there's that. And but then when you you know when you live like you're trying to win the HIV lottery and you do, 
Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't think anyone was shocked. No judgment. Nobody but. was like, <laughs> nobody was shocked. Nobody was like, what? Not Charlie Sheen. Well, except my wife. She was, she was, yeah, she was. Yeah, she, I wasn't totally, totally taken on. off guard by that. Come woman. on. She was. How was she shocked? I, I, you have to ask her that. Did she not know about his? You have to have this conversation with her. And, mm. and welcome to my world. <laughs> wow. Charlie, I mean, Charlie Bell was about to say he has HIV, not AIDS. And unless, but unless he has a Magic Johnson, he's probably going to get AIDS. <laughs> well, no, actually, that's not true with the, um, well, he was just going for the joke. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, he, yeah, yeah, I, oh, I didn't get, I, I didn't even get the joke. Yeah. Magic Johnson. I get it. I mean, a, I get it, yeah. but it wasn't, I yeah. guess I didn't find it funny. Yeah. So maybe. <laughs> well, but you know what they say about the HIV though. The hive, as I call it. Hive. No, what do they say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they wish it was hanging sideways. They would have been, they could have known. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, his partners would have had some warning if it actually went sideways. <laughs> the problem is H- penises with HIV look just like. Everybody else's penis. That's not what Cube said. <laughs> Cube said that shit will be sideways. That's what he said. It will be. <laughs> I promise you, don't look for side. <laughs> don't look for a sideways penis. <laughs> you will be confused. A closer attention to the bulge. I know if I see a sideways <laughs> pussy, I'm going the other way. actually be interested i would just i would be checking for a 22 up there. <laughs> yeah. see if this pussy is loaded right <laughs> let's see if she got one in the chamber right the right and then when they play biggie who shot you <laughs> terrible oh man all right so um that is our topics for today and now it's time for us to get into some of that uh ask the average guy Oh, this is going to be fun doing this with Tim. I'd like to hear what Tim, what kind of ratchet ass advice he's giving out to people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Charlie Bell, hit it. You know, now that. No. Go, go ahead. What are you going to say? I was going to say back to the Texas with the coochie gun story. Mm-hmm. She got charged with unlawful carry after hiding a loaded gun. Yeah, yeah, she got. Yeah, I forgot about that part. Yeah. So. <laughs> I thought you could carry a gun anywhere in Texas. <laughs> like, I don't understand how she got charged. Well, you know, it was concealed <laughs> carry. I, but yeah. aren't you allowed to carry concealed weapons in Texas? Like, don't they have like the most freaking wild ass weapons? No, it's, it's open carry, not concealed <laughs> carry. Yeah. I thought it was both. Now, she was walking around with no panties on. Mm-hmm. Then she probably could have got away with it. No, you. that was her. <laughs> the draws did it. <laughs> <laughs> it was the draws. All right, Charlie Bill, go ahead and get. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Dear Dino, my husband works as a bouncer in a strip club. I was okay with it at first. But then he started making friends with the dancers and waitresses. They exchange phone numbers, and he talks to some of them late at night when I'm sleeping. I get upset and jealous that these women are getting his time. It causes fights. What should I do? Signed, Dollar Bill's wife. 
Oh, I got this one. Oh, what you what you should do is go ahead and be a bisexual because he's fucking him. <laughs> no. and so if you don't want to lose him, bring him around. Let him let him join the party. That's all you got. Oh, either that or walk away. It's a it's a go. He's in. I, I say she can get on that pole. <laughs> Girl, your husband's trife. <laughs> no, uh, but seriously, but seriously, um, he's trife. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe if you join, he will, he won't, he will, he won't have to pay for it anymore. <laughs> right now, he's probably shelling out some bucks for spending your money on his own. <laughs> I won't say that he's necessarily cheating, but he's definitely uh, not being appropriate with his behavior, um, and. You're uncomfortable with it. You need to have a conversation with them. Disrespectful. Yes. That's disrespectful. disrespectful. <laughs> Just don't roll up on the club like, what up, though, bitch? Don't do that. She might as well. <laughs> Why not? You know what? That's disrespectful. I, <laughs> I haven't used it so long. I forgot I know, where right? it was. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you, you need to have a conversation. You know, it seems like all of these... Letters that we get in about relationships, that's generally where it needs to start most Girl, times. They're, they're way past the conversating stage. <laughs> she says that she says that he's having, he's, he's, he's made friends with them and he speaks to them when she's uh, in the bed. And I think that could not necessarily mean because he's trying to hide it from, but because of the hours that he keeps. Right. But the point is, it get, I get upset and jealous. It causes fights. So by the time you've, fought about it you've already discussed it they've had a dis- they've addressed it so he's doing okay. it yeah that's true you know I, I, yeah I, this I, yeah, is this has been true. an ongoing problem that's true. it's not gonna he's he's not listening to you he's okay, not gonna so, change so his what behavior should, what, should, what should you do what well, should you do i mean i think that i mean i don't see a resolution to this problem i think that this is gonna end the relationship because um because of the lack of respect you guys don't have um you're trying to set boundaries that you think are reasonable in the relationship and he isn't agreeing to them. And so you're either going to accept him setting all the boundaries henceforth and forevermore in your relationship, which is bound to not work or, I mean, or that's it or, 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 or move on to find someone who, who you can work with to find set more acceptable boundaries. This isn't working for you. And I'm so, so she's going to get divorced over this. Well, no, I don't think she's going to get divorced over this per se. She's going to get divorced over the fact that he doesn't give a fuck about what she thinks, doesn't give a fuck about her feelings, and isn't willing to change his behavior to to respect her boundaries. Mm-hmm. If you can't beat him, eat him. That's what I say. Bring him around. Let him join the party. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you hear it. There you, there you go. You got it from Charlie Bill. She said, leave that nigga. Sorry. <laughs> Basically. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I hear what she's saying. I don't necessarily disagree, but I think, it, I don't know. Blowing up a marriage, I... But he's blowing it up. I didn't... I didn't say who was blowing it up. I, I if, if it's blown up, then they're both blowing it up. But I'm not pointing fingers at anybody. Um, I'm just saying my point is I don't think it's worth it being blown up over. I think it's something that could be uh, salvaged. Every uh, marriage, she didn't say anything about uh, any cheating going on. 
So every marriage isn't salvageable. No, that's true. But I mean, I need to hear more than what I heard for me to think that it's not salvageable. <laughs> you know? So, all right. So with that, uh, let's get on into our, um, our mail. Whew. You've got mail. Do the long one. You want to do the long one first? <clears throat> well, this one comes from uh, super fan LL. Shout out to my boy LL. This is uh, quite a different uh, email. We don't. We've never gotten anything like this, and I would venture to say most shows probably haven't. So um, it's just a little bit lengthy, but bear with us. It's definitely uh, it's where it's worth it's worth the wait. Do you want me to read the whole thing or just kind of summarize it? You want me to give the summary? Can you think you can do that without? Sure. So essentially, this brother is uh, on a work assignment in Australia. He's li- he's living and working in Australia with his family. He's a right. brother. He's African American, right? And he's got a gorgeous uh, superstar uh, wife. Superstar Felicia Alima. Shout out and very kind and calm and down earth. That's right. So his family, he and his family went back, came back to the states for vacation, and when he returned to work. He was um, in a, in a work area where his he, office, yeah, his office that he now shares with a coworker due to a special project that they're working on together. So he was stationed in the office. They had a couple weeks together before he left, so he knew he was going to be there. But when he gets back, the first thing he sees is a huge surprise. Listen to this, Tim. It's a fucking noose hanging from the ceiling. He's white, by the way, with a handlebar mustache. So there's a noose hanging from his office ceiling. He freezes. Oh, hell no. Right, exactly. And so he kind of just shocked. He's angry. He's shocked. He, his blood pressure is off the hook. So he decides he needs to question his coworker. So keep in mind that this is just right when he gets in there. So the conversation goes as follows. He says, what's that? And the guy says, what? And the guy's like, uh, the rope? And he's like, oh, that's a surprise for the guys when they come over to let them know I'm not happy with them. And then he says, well, it needs to come down. So he's not joking. He's making direct eye contact. And he's saying, and the other guy is like acting like, okay, like he doesn't get it. So a couple of other guys come over. They see the noose. Nobody has any reaction. So he's pretty much just watching them and monitoring their reaction at this point to see how this plays out. And so the guys leave and then he starts, he basically just goes back to work, starts catching up on everything at, you know, the work, um, load. And so, um, <clears throat> they're talking about this and that. And I'm like, really? You get this month, you, you know, you guys have the fucking nerve to hang a noose in my goddamn office and shoot the shit with me. Like it's all good. So he basically, you know, addresses it. Um, and then he said, Oh, that noose needs to come down now. So he didn't shout it. Um, and then he said, okay. And as he m- made his way to remove it, I asked him, do you understand why I'm asking you to remove it? The guy says, no. So then that put me in a weird place. Cause he's like, does this motherfucker really not know? And so then he calls. So then they take it down. He walks away and then he calls his wife and the wife who's usually super calm, but she just 
you know, she went ballistic. And so then he's like, oh, fuck. Then that made him think, well, I should be angry. So then <clears throat> he's um trying to calm down, basically, to figure out how to deal with the situation. So basically, she, he's, she, the wife says, you need to report this to management. She says she needs to tell the manager because that way, if anything happens in the future and he hasn't done anything, then it's on them. So right. um, on management meeting. So basically he doesn't know if that's the right approach. So he's basically like, I don't want to be a troublemaker, but the shit is, but the other person caused the trouble, but I feel guilty for wanting to include my manager in it. And, and you know, but every, and also everyone here is white or Asian. So he's not really sure what the reaction, the reception of the management and the overall workplace is going to be. Right. So he finally tells him and, basically totally brush it off. They're like, oh, well, we don't know history and I wouldn't take it to mean anything and he's just an idiot. So basically that's where it is right now. And the um, so our friend who was writing the letters is basically like ask us what he thinks we should, what we think he should do. Um, Did he or did he not? Because I think he did what he was supposed to do. I don't think there's anything else to do. I think he was just kind of sharing the experience and kind of venting. He actually wrote this from work too. So, uh, he apologized for the, the typos and whatnot because he didn't really have time to, to proof it and all that. But yeah, he was just kind of, uh, telling the story. Yeah. But telling the story and venting. Yeah. He was venting, but it also seemed like he wasn't sure, like, well, given the foreign, you know, that they're in a foreign country, the different culture, like, what is the right approach? So I would just say, like, I've definitely dealt with racism and discrimination in the workplace and, you know, I don't know what the rules are in Australia, but for one, you probably should look up what the kind of, if there are any discrimination rules and you should definitely document it. Like you need to write it down, which you, you know, this is a good start, but you need to put like the date, the time that all this occurred. And definitely I would say put it in writing to the management so that it's on record. And your wife was right in that respect that they have to, um, take some kind of professional accountability for the situation. Yeah, it's just crazy. I'm sorry that he, because uh, he's a he's a good dude. I've I've uh, been communicating with him for for a while now, back and forth, and uh, I feel like I've gotten to know him a little bit. And he seems like a really really good dude. So I'm sorry that you know that this happened to him, but he, you know he'll be all right. I'm I'm pretty sure. Um, he will, you know, he will move on and and. And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I, I don't know for a fact, but the fact that he said that there was no other incidents before, there hasn't been anything since and just kind of way that everything went down. I know it's hard to believe that do may have been oblivious, but I actually think that, uh, that the manager was probably right. And that, that is more of a thing about the guy being oblivious and not getting the whole thing versus him trying to, uh, send some sort of message or be uh, racist or something like that. Uh, and that's not to excuse his lack of action. If, if there were any, you know, if, if, if he did not act, he should have, you know, addressed that employee and told him that he was out of line. But <clears throat> whether he did or not, I, I don't know. I have a feeling that I have a feeling that this won't be some sort of theme or some sort of reoccurring thing or, or maybe that's just wishful thinking. Maybe that's just me hoping, uh, you know, that I don't want to see him go through any anything like that, but that's what that's what that's my take on it. And um, and the thing is, even if the 
people at the company or the one per the one person who put it up is not aware of the history of lynching in the United States per se and the you know the the racial significance of that specific history he knew that it was to let he he stated that the purpose of the noose was to express displeasure meaning it was a threat it was a a threatening or a negative signifier you can't just threaten people at work i mean whether it's racist or not like that's not appropriate that's not an appropriate expression of some shit at work you know what i mean that's not appropriate at all that would be like just as you know if you had a freaking axe hanging up there you know at work that's not a that's not professional so yeah the management is de- the, the onus is definitely on the management to you know put some standards in place and 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 prevent it from from reoccurring or something worse but then if there is a racist incident you'll know for sure that this is part of that pattern right right and so this was kind of a two in one uh cuz uh I know for a fact he wrote this a little while ago because he hit me up and he told me that it's like I got this email that's been sitting in my inbox for you for a minute and uh, I just I just haven't sent it. I don't really know why. I don't know if it was still too fresh and he didn't want to, you know, relive it on the show or what. But he finally uh, sent it in, in uh, this part here is the more recent part in the PS. He includes the show that Charlie Bell walked out on. Man, I had to stop listening. <laughs> I walked out with her. I listened to the rest of the show, hoping that she came back. I'm glad to hear you're back, Charlie. Dino, my daughter, does the I don't know. I just know it thing as well. He's referring to uh, when I asked Danya, where did she hear damn it from? <laughs> <laughs> that was the answer that she gave me. Uh, Weasel, could you give us a list of all the TV and movie projects you've done? It would be really uh, cool to see that. I remember the Tommy, the Hitman Hearns Martin episode, and I was like, what? He was in that? Get the popcorn. Got to watch it again. <laughs> also, was Martin really stalking Gina? Okay, well, as you know by now, LL, uh, uh, Weasel's not in today, but I feel like I can answer this for him because we, we, I remember while this, when this was going on and we talked about it, you know, uh, on more than one occasion. He said that he never, witnessed uh any uh any appropriateness between martin lawrence and uh uh tisha campbell in in his presence there was nothing that he ever seen you know he said he'd seen some stuff on some other shows and some other sets that you know it's not not related to this you know he's, he has seen some stuff but he never witnessed anything while he was on that set which wasn't a whole lot just to you know just to be clear he uh he did that show and he he was on there a few other times and also as part of while we're talking about Weasel trivia he also read for the part of Brumman so he could have been Brumman <laughs> on from the uh, fourth floor Brumman from the fourth floor <laughs> uh and as far as that uh, uh Weasel will never get that to you but I will you know what I'll send you a link there is a link I'll send you a link to uh, all his stuff. And, uh, you, you can peruse it at your, uh, at your leisure and, uh, check out. It, it's quite lengthy. It is quite lengthy. He has done quite, quite a lot. And he, he gets recognized fairly, fairly regularly for somebody who's, you know, not like a huge star. Cause I'm, I'm with him a lot when he gets, and that episode of Martin is probably still 
uh, he's done a lot of stuff since then, but that's probably the thing that he gets recognized for the most that, that one episode. All right, man. So, uh, thanks again for, uh, writing in and sharing that with us. Um, we, uh, she love to you, your, your wife and your family. And again, man, we're, we feel for you. We're sorry that you had to go through that. And I know that something like that is, uh, traumatizing, mm-hmm. you know, so, but you're, you're a good dude. You're a strong dude. I have no doubt that you will bounce back from this. Um, all right. So we have another, uh, we had a lot of communication. Uh, <laughs> this, this, here, uh, go ahead and read this, uh, this next one. This last one. Hey, yeah. Dino. I love the show. I listened to a few episodes and found myself joining in on the debates as I was driving. You guys are a lively bunch. You have good chemistry. And I like how Charlie Bell provides the opposing opinion most of the time. That most ep- of the time. That episode when you guys discussed the Spring Valley High School incident, I thought somebody was going to jail. That was heated. LOL. Great job. <laughs> FYI, Charlie Bell uh, uh, provides the opposing view in my fucking nightmares. <laughs> No, that's your conscience. <laughs> that's called your conscience. She never seems to oppose with me. <laughs> that's because you ain't saying shit, nigga. <laughs> and then, so shout out to Roz. That was Roz Jackson, um, uh, an old friend who uh, finally decided to start riding with the show after a couple years. But hey, better late than never. Uh, I appreciate it. I Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, thanks a lot, Roz. And in addition to Roz, I want to give a shout out to Eddie Riddo, who is a listener who uh, found us through uh, a post on Donald Thomas's page. So shout out to him and Donald Thomas and Vicky Thomas, who is Donald Thomas's sister, who also is riding and promoting with the show now. And a special, special shiznit shout out to Mr. Brent Harper. Uh, Brent Harper is now Brent Harper senior because he has brought in a little Brent Harper junior into this world. <laughs> so shout out to you, sir. Uh, congrats to you and your lovely wife. I have not seen your wife. I just assume that she's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> she was lovely enough to make a baby with. Right, exactly. So, um, <laughs> and my man T Wilson, thank you again, sir, for coming by finally and hanging out with us. Um, before we go again, go ahead and, and plug yourself and your, your, your shows and where people can find you. Yeah, you can find me on Spreaker.com as well as Stitcher.com. I'm on Stitcher with the What Up Do show. Uh, there's also a show called The Unusual Suspects there, but you can catch me Monday through Friday every morning on a show called Morning Coffee. You can oftentimes catch me there at night, really getting it in on Blab.im. So make sure you check that out. All right, man. If you ever decide to come to L.A., I will kick Weasel off the show, and you got a spot right here on the Shiznit <laughs> show, my man. <laughs> nah, we wouldn't have to kick Wheezy off. We we just sit you down right next to him. <laughs> we wouldn't have to kick him off. We just turn his mic off. Yeah. <laughs> we just give you his mic. <laughs> he don't know how to use it anyway. <laughs> you might be spending too much time gazing into Charlie Bell's eyes. Anyway, so. <laughs> nah, he like me. He used to it. 
I've been around Charlie Bell so long. Niggas be like, Charlie Bell, fine. Like, she is? Oh, okay. Nah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, she is. I, I forgot because, you know, she, she don't look like, you know, after a while, you don't see her like that no exactly. more. Exactly. We're like sister and brother now. Yeah. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. It's like, eh. Charlie, you can ring my bell, baby. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, thank you all again for tuning in to another episode of The Shizden Show. Uh, the voting has closed. Thank you all again for your votes. Hopefully, we will we'll be announcing that we won. Um, I don't think we find out until December first. So I think we got we got one more show before December first, right? Seems like it. Yep. Yeah, we do next week. Next mm-hmm. week. So, uh, so it'll be a couple of weeks before we'll let you know if we won or not. But uh, for uh, Tim Wilson, for Damon Louise Stanford, Charlie Bell, I'm Dino Rett. Holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.